You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Real quick before we get started. This is for all you diehard fans. We are releasing the show a day early on Tuesdays over on our Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. We want to thank all the Patreons who already help support the show. Your support means the absolute world to us. Again, we're releasing the show a day early. It's on Tuesdays, patreon.com slash analog talk. Enjoy the show, guys. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And today on the show, we have Shannon Tomasek. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for, for joining us today. We're super excited to chat with you. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. So can you, for our listeners who may not know you, can you kind of give us a background on yourself and how you got started in photography? Yeah, it's hard to say when I got started with photography because (laughs) it's something that I've kind of been doing forever. Um, I love that. I know, I can relate. Yeah, (laughs) it's, it's, I've always felt a need to express myself with art and photography was just one thing that I felt like I could do that. And it mm. felt authentic and like it was what I wanted it to be. I was into other things too, like music and I still am, but I always kind of feel like I'm copying someone when I mm. create things that way. Oh, and okay. photography feels like I'm making something that's me and authentic. So I really have just been doing it forever. And, uh, it, it's taken over my life a lot more recently. 
um, within the past few years. Yeah. And really it's when I started shooting film, I started seeing it in a different way and Mm -hmm. uh, really connected a lot more with it. Don't you love that about film? Yeah. Yeah. It changes the game, you know, really does. Yeah. So did you go to school at all or is it kind of all just self-taught? I did. I I went to college for art, at, for photography, and um, I really loved it. I loved the people that I met and the experiences I had, but I kind of felt like it wasn't necessary for what I wanted to do. Mm. And I ended up dropping out of actually two different art schools. <laughs> um, but it helped me realize that I was already doing what I wanted to do and I didn't really need to invest all of this money sure. into college, which is a lot of people spend a lot of money yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was just having that conversation with a coworker last night about he he's 18, graduated last year and, you know, it's just kind of taking a gap year. He's like, yeah, I'm taking a year off to figure out what I want to do instead of. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, kids are becoming smart of not putting themselves in debt immediately right. <laughs> into mm-hmm. adulthood. Thinking about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, some people need the structure of school. That's what I was telling him. Some people mm-hmm. need that to, you know, proceed with what their passion is and stuff. And then there's some people that are just like a wild horse. Yeah. That kind of p- just go takes and over. do it. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. instinct is just kind of like it drives them. And, mm-hmm. and I was just like, where do you feel on that scale? And he's like, you know, I don't I don't know. And then <laughs> it, was just, <laughs> it was a really cool conversation. And and it, it makes me happy that people are thinking about that a lot more now instead of just like kind of the golden rule was, you know, you finish high mm-hmm. school, you go to college, you get a job, exactly. you do this. And it's it's changed a lot since, I mean, even I was at that time in life. Yeah. Crazy. Cool. I was even surprised. Like my like my parents were so on board with me going to like an alternative school. Like I went to photography mm-hmm. school and... I mean, I guess it's like when you have a kid and they're like, this is the thing. This is this is the yeah. thing. It's like you can't yeah. really stand in the way of that no matter what it is. Yeah, of, I know. I hear these stories of people like, oh, my, you know, I, I wanted to be a photographer. I wanted to be an artist. My parents made me go to law school. I'm like, what? Mm. Like they, that sounds <laughs> awful. I'm so lucky my parents were really supportive in that way. Yeah. 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 That's so important. And I, I can relate to that as well. My parents, both times that I told them I was going to drop out of art school, they were supportive and they agreed that it was the right thing to do. So it's important to have that. That's the best. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So what mm-hmm. happened after you dropped out? I well, Was it an easy I, road or was it a hard road? It was honestly, it was really easy. I, I never felt like it was something I had to think about or it was a big decision. It just felt like the right thing to do. And I didn't necessarily, I think I went to another art school because I didn't necessarily think still that it was okay to not go to college. Yeah, I still yeah. felt like I needed that and I needed to do something. Um, but after, you know, realizing that I didn't necessarily need it to do what I wanted to do, I think that made it easier to kind of let go of that idea because like you were saying, I felt the same that I had to go to college. That was the next step of what I had to do. Um, but it was easier to be able to focus on my photography, not focusing on school. So how, how did you get to this point? How did you get to using film and doing all these amazing self-portraits on that you post on your Instagram and stuff? Like, how, how, what brought you to this? Well, it was really getting my first film camera. I 
I had had a camera before, but never really learned how to use it. Didn't yeah. didn't invest time into it. And I finally invested the time and learned how to use it. And it made me view art as, or it made me view photography as more of an art mm. and slow down with things and running the risk of sounding cliche. Film really makes you slow down with things oh, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and think about it and be a lot more intentional with the way that you create. And I think that that has shaped the way that I wanted to make photos. And I've always made self-portraits and always been into that. But with film, it really changed it. Mm. Um, and... Now, a lot of my like my inspiration for self-portrait work is never sometimes I have an idea where it's like a specific idea that I have in my head and I want it to look this way. But usually 90 percent of the time, it's just I'm not feeling good and I'm not having a good day and I'm feeling depressed and like I can't be a sufficient human. Right. And being able to take a step back and make something out of that, you know, feel the the need to make something, it it makes something negative into something a little bit more positive. And so I'm able to not just be upset about the situation I'm in, but make something out of it and hopefully, you know, get myself into a slightly better headspace. That's so funny because Anytime I'm like in an upset mood or if I, you know, I'm talking to my mom, she'll always be like, well, why don't you go out and take some photos? You always feel better after that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you you know me so well, mom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's true. It's a great therapy. Mm -hmm. It works well for that. I think that's the best. But we, I mean, we've, we've talked about that on our show a lot, but it's like for, for a lot of us, it's what keeps us centered or grounded or, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. so that's really cool. Yeah, I, I, I love that, too, because with your photos, you always uh, I was reading a bunch of your like the paragraphs that you write underneath your photos. And mm-hmm. it really goes together. Well, like, I really like how you do that, the writing with it, because you feel I, I forget what uh, I wish I remember what the words were in the one. But like everything you were writing was like how that photo was making me feel. And I was just like, man, you were on like a bathroom floor or something. And it was just like so. Yes. And like I, I've been there. I mean, I wasn't on the bathroom floor like that, but I've like I felt that. And like I, you know, I I definitely uh, I definitely get where you're coming from with that whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And because. Yeah. 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 And that that photo that you're talking about, actually. The words, I wrote that before I made the photo and I wrote the poem out and was inspired to make a photo from those words. Mm. So I love that you felt they connected really (laughs) well because that was, you know, the purpose behind that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. I just love how that works. Like how I, I wish I was better with words. I'm not I'm not a wordy person, I should say. I mean, I can talk fine, I guess. But when it comes to writing. When it comes to writing, it yeah. just doesn't come to me like that. And I wish it, I mean, that's kind of why I do photography. I can't paint, I can't draw, and I, you know, I'm terrible at writing. So photography is <laughs> kind of my my thing when it comes down to it. I can't express myself the way I feel in writing like I can with photography. But just to see your your combo of that just, you know, makes me want to see more. I'm sure like your, your 
uh, followers or subscribers or whatever we call them um, <laughs> feel the same way. Like I'm drawn into that. I'm drawn into like you take an image and you make a full story out of it, mm -hmm. like a whole feeling kind of thing. It's it's really cool how that works. Thank it you. It brings so much more to it, you know, which is yeah, kind of yeah. the hope and dream kind of thing, like mm -hmm. of expressing yourself and feeling and, you know. Yeah, it's it awesome. is definitely. <laughs> <laughs> So, Shannon, how long have you been shooting weddings? I noticed you have some really incredible wedding photography and as well as video, which I really like because I used to shoot weddings as well. And like your video work is really, really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I've been doing weddings for about 10 years now. Yeah. Um, and that really just started as people asked me to shoot their mm -hmm. wedding and I I turned a lot of people down sure. because I didn't I had a point and shoot camera and wasn't <laughs> you know set up to be photographing a wedding but eventually I had a friend ask me and I was like you know what I'll give this a try I'll do it for free why not she trusts me and wants me to do it mm -hmm. so I did and I loved it and it really I loved capturing that love and emotion on a wedding day and it stuck and I just kept doing it and <laughs> developed a passion for it. <laughs> How did the video stuff come about? Was that like, was that like a package deal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The video stuff was more, I actually have been into video before I was into photography. Okay. I was really into uh. video. Um, as a kid, I made movies with my cousins and my sister all the time and have always been into that aspect. So as I shot weddings for doing photography, I would here and there take little video clips just for fun, just for myself. And one time I decided to put all of those clips together and make a short little surprise film and people loved it. And it just then it was the same situation with that. People just asked me to start doing that once they saw that it was something that I could offer. Do you do that at the same time or do that like separate? Do you? I have done it at the same time before, that's but I, I don't anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like, I would, <laughs> yeah. No, now I have, if, if people want to hire me for both, I have a videographer it, that yeah. I use. So it's too much to try to focus on both of those things at once <laughs> yeah, on a yeah. wedding day. I could, I could just picture myself like I would like want to do both, you know, because you'd want to mm -hmm. be in control of both. But then exactly like miss stuff because you're trying to be in control of both. Mm -hmm. But then like having a, somebody shoot it, it would still be like, OK, make sure you get this. Make sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's the same way where you're just like, OK. Yeah, it is. It's it's definitely hard to you want to be able to do everything mm -hmm. yourself and make it yours and yeah. your own touch. But yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, shooting a, sh a show for uh, this artist that I, that I work with a lot and they've, they've asked me to shoot both. Like tonight I'm shooting both. And mm. it's hard to balance because you want to, I mean, I wish I had four arms because <laughs> I can yeah. just like, yeah, you know, so you can get everything. Yeah, at once. everything at once. But <laughs> We'll make it work. Yeah, because sometimes there's a good moment and you're like, ah, oh, do you want to get a photo video or, or get it? Exactly. It's like, to it's like torture almost. Yeah. <laughs>
Man, That's really I want, cool. I want nothing to do with that. I did. I did. A, <laughs> I used to do. <laughs> I used to do a lot of video work. I worked for like an online newspaper thing, and we they would send me out to like country artist house and stuff like That's that. That's so and I'd cool. Film interviews and like B roll of the house, and I really love video, but I have to be for me personally. Like I have to be focused on one or the right. other. Like if yeah. I'm. That's why I kind of like tapered down on my YouTube for a while because I just was getting way too unhappy with my photographs because I was more focused on the video stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, these photos are kind of junk. And I love photography and I want that to be kind of my thing, not video, because video, I mean, I love video, don't get me wrong, but it's like photography is my thing, not video. Yeah. But I yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. I would hate to be, you know, there's like a, an angel and devil on my shoulder when it comes to that, that <laughs> aspect of things. It's like, do it. No, don't. But um, yeah, I don't know. I was just going to ask you, you mentioned the uh, when you first got a film camera, that's when the, the game changed for you. Which camera was it? I'm just curious. I was going to ask yeah. that. I was, <laughs> I was like, what? what was it? It uh, the a Canon AE one, yes. and it's yes. still the same camera that I use now. Not the exact same one, though. Um, I started off with just a normal Canon AE one, and it was great. I loved it, but it ended up breaking, oh. and I couldn't mm. fix it, and it was too expensive to fix it than what the camera was worth right. so i just got a new one but i ended up getting the program right. for the yeah. second one and i uh, i honestly love it so much more just because the viewfinder mm-hmm. is easier to see through and uh, <laughs> makes it easier to get shots in focus <laughs> but yeah that's really my main camera and the one that has worked and just sticks it's great yeah do you shoot some film at your weddings? I have before, but I I don't offer that really. Right, right. It's yeah, just if yeah. I do, it's just something for myself mm-hmm. that I want to get. And obviously I'll give that to them too. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess it's kind of hard to pull personal work out of like a paid wedding gig like that. I mean, you can, especially if you know the people, I would see it be a lot easier. Like the the one wedding that I shot a million years ago, <laughs> like I, I tried to grab some like personal film photos and those were my favorite, but they, it didn't make a difference to them at all. Right. They were just kind of like, I was like, oh, and these I shot with my Mamiya on tri <laughs> yeah. And I'm like explaining it to them. And they're just like, oh, yeah, these are cool. Right. I really like this picture of like Aunt Sarah dancing, though. Yeah. And I'm like, no, but look at these. <laughs> these so... I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So you mostly shoot 35 then. Well, you only shoot 35 millimeter. Yes, Is yeah. that Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's uh, 35 is the best. I love 35. I mean, medium format's fantastic for detail mm-hmm. and crazy big stuff. But mm-hmm. there's just something it fits. It fits the the style of your your Instagram profile and stuff too. It just works. It works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like super jealous of the people who shoot one format, one camera. Oh yeah. You know, like oh, your yeah. life must. Well, compared to like us, you know, we've told stories about like, I've got a, I'm going out. Let me grab, let's grab six cameras. Like you just have the one and that's what you're going to do. And that's what you're going to make your art with. And I'm so jealous of that. (laughs) I have recently gotten a couple more cameras. I have, uh, I got a Polaroid and that's been fun. I thought so. I thought some of, some of your photos look like they were Polaroids. I was going to ask that, but then, yeah. Yes. That's great. I love, I love Polaroid. Mm Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I love the the softness to it. It's very dreamy and yeah, I love it. Something different and fun to play around with. Um, And then I also got a point and shoot camera that's just been a fun, like random here and there thing. And I'm always 
honestly really surprised by the photos I give back because right? I'm not super into it and mm-hmm. not necessarily the same same way I shoot with my other camera, but they always turn out cool still. <laughs> love that. Uh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like Chris was saying, like I can't even leave my house without, I take one, two, three, four cameras <laughs> with me every time I leave the house. And it's, <laughs> it always changes. It's funny though, but I always have a Polaroid and I always mm-hmm. have a point and shoot and then like whatever SLR medium format, something, but I'm, you know, I'm the film photography podcast guy downtown here. So like, I have to like, you know, play the exactly. part when I'm walking have around downtown. So. <laughs> have to be prepared. Yeah. Like, ooh, what's he carrying today? And then I'll like talk to people with the camera and stuff. So it's 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 fun, but it does get so overwhelming. I wish I wish so bad. I was just like, yep, all I have is my Canon A one, and I'm just Good to go. going out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I wish it would it would. My girlfriend would love me so much more because <laughs> it takes me ten hours to leave the house. Yeah. She's just like it. It shouldn't take you this long, and I'm like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, I'm getting changed. And actually, I'm like looking at what cameras and film I have with me. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst it's when rough. you can't decide, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> so, Shannon, do you have any like um, shows coming up or any any like books? Are you planning on making books of your work? I don't have any plans for a book, but I I would love to do that eventually down the road. Yeah. It would, you know, having things printed is so different having something tangible to hold in your hands it feels so different than Mm -hmm. viewing your photos on a screen and a lot of my work honestly I've the biggest I've seen it is just on my computer screen and when I actually print it it makes me feel something different Mm -hmm. than what I felt just seeing it on my screen so I think having a book would be great to be able to have a bunch of actual printed out photos that people can hold. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that's not in the plans as of now. But I do have, (laughs) um, I'll have some of my photos in a group exhibition coming up in next month um, in LA. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. And there's going to be a lot of really, really talented artists that are going to be featured also. What you'll have to let us know so that we can plug it for you. Is it soon? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it's September 13th and 14th. Cool. Oh, that's so soon. D- that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, check it out. Are you going to be in town for that? I won't, unfortunately. Ooh. I, oh, yeah, okay. I wish <laughs> I wish I was, but no. <laughs> Man, yeah, I could totally see your stuff in a book, though. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with the writing. Like, that yeah. would be such a cool concept. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that would be cool, actually, to have it alongside writing and yeah. everything. Oh, man, that'd be so neat. I mean, even my I remember my uncle does a lot of kind of like weddings and video stuff. And and he saw that I made like a blurb book like blurb is that, you know, online publishing company, though. It's pretty cheap to just make a book of your photos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he started getting like his archives made like every month. He'll take the photos that he made that month and just send it off and get a little book back. I just feel like even if you aren't like making a book for sale or for, you know, whatever, it's, it's cool to just do, you know, like every five or or every six months or once a year, you know, your 2019 memory book or something like that. Like I just so, you know, you don't have to look at your photos on your phone all the time. Mm -hmm. And 
or your computer because that's not fun all the time. <laughs> I mean, and just like you said, it's such a different feeling when you're holding it and and looking at it. And like, especially when it's big, like I have some really big mm. prints that I've done and I'm just like, this is a completely different photo. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't, like my focus is drawn over here now than where it was when, you know, I took it and had it on my computer or Instagram or whatever, you know. Yeah. And, but I just feel like it's cool, especially if you ever just want to, kind of go through your stuff like I always keep I said I've said this a couple times on the show that I have these like four by six photo albums I always print four by six of I used to print them all but that's just getting out of hand (laughs) now I print just like I'll cherry pick a bunch of them and then put them in these photo albums and go out on my porch and flip through them and look at them or bring them to work with me to show co-workers and it's just I'm a big advocate big big advocate for printing especially even if it's just just little four by sixes to flip through. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I wanted to, as I was thinking of like stuff to to, to ask you, Shannon. What in, like inspires you? I really like loved your your ghost photos with mm. the, with like the sheets and stuff. Where, yeah. where did that come from? If you don't mind me picking your brain a little bit. Yeah, those are. I was really inspired by um, a ghost story. Have you guys seen that? The movie? No. No, I've heard, oh. I've heard of it, though. I need to see it. I it's, need to see oh, it. yeah, you do. It's it's really amazing. It's a beautiful film. And um, it the ghost in, in that movie has, it's really just a person under a sheet. That oh, they that. put like a literal, <laughs> you know, yeah. play on it. And it that inspired me a lot to make similar photos um but also just the idea of of a ghost i i can relate to that mm. and that feeling feeling like a ghost and being kind of halfway there and um you know being in a situation but feeling like you're maybe not in that situation i don't know how to say it yeah. but just a a kind of lost roaming type of feeling and that image of a ghost and the thought of you know a ghost just being trapped in an area where they're kind of halfway there I can relate to that and I feel Mm -hmm. like that image is strong to me I love that I was like there's got to be a deep meaning behind these (laughs) they're just like haunting and I love them yeah thank you That's what she said right before we we came yeah. in. Her. She's like, I need one of those ghost. I prints. need one of those ghost prints. <laughs> oh yes, I would love that. <laughs> do you actually uh, sell a lot of your prints? I know you have a Patreon too, right? Yeah, like- yeah, I do have a Patreon, um, and I have a a print shop. Uh, you can buy some of my prints. Um, I don't. It's hard for me to. I never know what people would want printed, right. and mm-hmm. so. It's not until someone asks, can I have a print of this photo that I'm like, you know what, that does make something cool that you could hang (laughs) on your wall. Um, And so my print shop doesn't have like a ton of options updated in it, but I'm always, always open to printing whatever. Oh, that's good to know. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Running your, it just makes me think all the time. Running your photography as a business, like marketing yourself is like the toughest thing mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. Cause I always, I always think about that on like my website. People are always like, Hey, I need a print of that. And it's like, man, I should open up like a little print shop on my website. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, nobody wants these. Yeah. You know, that, that's yeah, self-loathing. It's so hard to sell yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's tough. I, I, I just wish there 
was an easier way or like I could have a business manager to take care of yeah, everything. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have someone else that can talk about you and say, Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's a wonderful photo that you should buy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man. Definitely. That's why I'm so glad that Chris, Chris, you do a lot of Instagram stuff for the podcast. And it's like, I, I am so bad at that stuff. Like it's, it, I don't know. Like I want to be better. And every day I'm like, all right, I'm going to answer those 20 questions (laughs) I have in my inbox and I'm going to da da da. And then I just like, you know, watch PewDiePie on YouTube and (laughs) hang out. (laughs) You do got to get back to posting though. Yeah. I well, like I said, uh, with like my YouTube stuff, I came up with this theory that if I can get three completed videos and stay kind of kind of like how we do the show, mm-hmm. you know, like if we have like two episodes ahead, we it makes it a lot easier to maintain. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I just keep myself like I have one completed episode of like a just shooting with me episode, I have a like a what's in my bag that like an updated version of that. And then um uh, an idea for a third video and it's like I don't want to release those other two videos until I at least started the next video because I know me like I'll be pumped on it for a week and then I'll be like this is so stressful why isn't anybody watching this like why did that guy leave that mean comment like it's tough it's just social media and the pressure of being on all the time is is tough it's tough Mm -hmm. it's a tough world we live in these days it and is. then you say that and people are like, whoa, you kids have it so easy. And it's like, if you only knew, old man. But I'm trying. So, Shannon, do you consider yourself more like a photographer or more of an artist? That's a good question. Yeah. I like that. that. That is a good question. I <laughs> I would say an artist because I, although I right now photography is what I do and I've always been connected with it. I, if I were to learn another type of art and feel like I can learn it like a tool, use it as an instrument, mm-hmm. um, I would be just as happy creating art a different way. Oh, cool. Yeah. And really just photography is what works and what I can use as an instrument and as a tool. Um, but my, really my, my love is just being able to express myself in some way. So whether that be photography or whatever mm-hmm. it might be, I I really just like art. I love that. Yeah. How often how often are you creating? Every day or is it when it yeah, when it every day. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. I I would say every day. I maybe some days won't mm-hmm. like here and there. There's times where I'll go through stretches where I'm creating every day and I'm making a ton and I'm really into yeah. it and mm-hmm. motivated and inspired and just going through film like crazy and then I'll have a stretch for like a month or a few months where I'm just not really inspired by much and not really making as much work but I would say on average I I mostly create every day but there's always those times where you just kind of get a little lost and can't really make things as easily man those times are rough too like when you're in that mode of nothing feels good kind of mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. I mean, I get I get in those. I don't know if that's how you feel, but that's kind of how I feel about it. And I you you said at the beginning that you were into music and stuff too, right? Yeah. Didn't you yes. say yeah. Like I I was in bands when I was younger, and I still kind of tinker around with like making um like electronic music. I wouldn't say it's mm. like 
Skrillex or anything crazy <laughs> like that. But it's it's just like ambient melodic stuff. And I find myself falling back on that on moments when like the photography stuff doesn't mm-hmm, work, mm-hmm. you know. But do you what what kind of music stuff were you doing? Were you I I like singing the most and so mm. I've always I've learned different instruments to just kind of try yeah. to back up my singing. Cool. Yeah. Um so I I did piano lessons for a while and I can play the piano um and ukulele and a little bit of guitar, but mainly I like singing and then whatever I can play easily to go along with my singing that day. <laughs> I love the sound of a ukulele. It's like the best. Yeah. Yeah. I have like three of them in my yeah, closet. My boyfriend I need to plays blow the dust too. out of them off. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a little it's easier than guitar, you know, to yeah, yeah, yeah. four strings. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So Shannon, do you have any like specific film stocks that you go to when you're creating? Like you know you wanna use this for this type of thing or yeah definitely i my favorite film stock is cinestill um and i just i feel like that has fit my work the best Mm -hmm. and really i'll have an idea in my head sometimes of something i want it to look a certain way and when i you know take the photo i'm imagining it's gonna look a certain way and with cinestill it almost always looks exactly like I wanted it to look. Do you use both of the stocks, the 50 daylight? No, actually just the 800. Yeah, yeah, I have used the 50D, I think just maybe once or twice. But I I like the 800T because you can shoot in different types of lighting and it still captures it well. That makes a lot of sense now that you said that. I'm looking, thinking back on your work. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Cinestill, yeah. but I also i I love black and white film too. I think that it has its place and its purpose. And um, I have been recently more into black and white film, just feeling more kind of sentimental, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I feel like it gives that feel. Um, and it's different than color film because color, a lot of the times, what stands out to you is is the color of right, it. Right, right. Pretty colors, color, yeah. but black and white. You look past that, and it's just the image is what stands out to you. That's a perfect way to describe that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were with uh, Natalia, our last week's guest. She does these crazy color, like color darkroom mm-hmm. installation things. It's hard to explain without showing you a photo of mm-hmm. it. But uh, like, I'm a predominant black and white shooter and it it was funny because one of her uh listener question was do you ever see yourself like shooting black and white or something like that and she's just like well you know like for this project she was more focused in on that project and stuff like that and I had mentioned that I shoot a lot of black and white because it's cinematic and she was like "Eh, I don't know if that's the right word it's more of like moody and I was like yeah Mm -hmm. like it's definitely a mood when you shoot Mm -hmm. and I shoot just like you said it's like for the timeless aspect of it you Mm -hmm. know it could be 1956 in the photo it could be 2016 you don't know like it's I mean unless there's like something a beacon in the photo that's going to be a giveaway of the time it's uh yeah there's just something very majestic about black and white and mysterious Mm -hmm. and it's yeah Mm -hmm. are you shooting Cindy Stills black and white no I my I I like Mm Tri-X I but I my favorite black and white film lately is um T-Max 3200. Yeah. I I love that. It's good stuff. Yeah. The grain in it is just, uh, I love Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. (laughs) That film's so versatile too. 
It really yeah. is. Yeah. You can shoot it in the middle of the day. You can shoot it at a, a you know a venue. I've been doing a lot of mm-hmm. that lately. Yeah, mm-hmm. just so good. Yes. So to good. think that it was gone for a couple of years and then they brought it back, thankfully. Yeah, <laughs> I actually just ordered a ten pack. Boy, it's not cheap. No. But it's, yeah, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it's worth it. Yeah, I seem I seem to favor the expensive film style. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Same with Sinister. Like I every time I go to their website, it's like sold out. We'll have it back soon. And I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah. But <laughs> I know. And you're like, should I buy it all? Like spend so much so I'll have it. Spend all my money on it yeah. or <laughs> We'll be right back with a listener question for Shannon right after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk also comes from Polaroid Originals. Go to PolaroidOriginals.com and use the offer code ANALOGTALK10 at checkout to receive 10% off your next purchase. All right, guys, this is part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. And this question, again, comes from our bud, Chris Visser. He says, your style stands out. I can instantly tell it's a Shannon Tomasek photo in my feed before I see a caption or username. Is your style something you are conscious of when you're creating or is it just what comes or just what feels natural to you? I think that a lot of that comes from doing self-portrait work that is just emotionally driven I I really don't have any intentions with creating a certain style or being able to fit my work that I've made before. I think I just I just do it and it ends up being the same because it's just something that is from me and from yeah. my soul. I like I like really like that answer cuz when you get in the mindset of like, well, it's not my style so I can't do it, you kind you kind of like mm-hmm. get in your own way. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I think I can, I've felt that before with, with things like, well, I don't want to seem like I'm trying to be someone else because it's not really something that I normally do. But mm. when you go into something just with the emotion and trying to create something out of that, I think that it's, hard to try to copy anything or try to make it seem like something and it really just ends up being what it is and that's it yeah no i get that great answer i I love that (laughs) yeah and it's tough because like i was saying how i shoot black and white all the time like when i put a color roll into my camera i'm just like now how am i gonna pull this off like (laughs) how am i gonna what am i gonna do now and then i look at those photos and i'm like oh it looks exactly the same yeah i was just gonna tell i was just gonna say i was like if if you if you i'm glad you said that because if you're like it's different i'd be like no your style is your style and especially (laughs) like when you've you've kind of zoned in on what color stock you like, you know, the Lamont yeah, 800. Oh yeah. mm-hmm. Like that is like, your work is definitely your work, no matter mm. if it's color or black and no. white, I well, think. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I almost was like, no, no, no. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Man, so kind of, I, I did have, I know this isn't the user question part or listener question part, but what, what photographers inspire you? Like what, what kind of got you inspired like who do you follow who are you into right now like what I honestly have never really been that good at following other photographers Mm. I when I meet certain photographers in person and then connect with their work then I'll I'll follow them and you know yeah yeah and enjoy that but 
I'm not really good at doing research and mm -hmm. looking, finding different photographers. Um, but I think I also, I don't try to avoid it by any means, but I do try to avoid drawing inspiration from yeah. other photographers. Yeah. I think it's yeah. better to draw inspiration from other types of art, right. like music or movies or things like that to where you're not going to copy someone. Yeah, that is so true. Or like for, no, for, that's great. Yeah, for me, it's it's not like the copying part of it. It's just like I, I'll let myself get bummed out. Like, man, I wish I was creating that kind of work. And then they get in my head about my own work and it's mm -hmm. like bad news. But yeah. I, I, I really do. I agree with finding the art, your style or your art in other forms. Like mm -hmm. music, mo movies is always something that gets me going. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I can I definitely know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so easy to get caught up in other people's work and then trying to I feel like I see that a lot online people getting like worship not almost like a worshiping aspect of somebody's work and then you see their work and it's like oh that's when I was going through my yeah, yeah. you know whatever <laughs> Whoever phase, phase my, yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, cool. I just wanted to know if you had any, any yeah, big good question, Timothy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that brings us to the second half of the listener interactions. And I think you might have already mm -hmm. answered this. But what is your desert island camera? Like you can only take one of your one of your cameras with you. There's a lab, there's unlimited film on this mm -hmm. island, but you can only take one for the rest of your life. Yeah, that would that would definitely be the my Canon AE one. Yes, yeah, it's yes, a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Classic. It's classic. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> so then the second half of that question is uh, the white whale camera. Is there a camera that you've seen that you've wanted that like you really wanted to to shoot with that you haven't had the chance to, or it's like out of your price range or something like that that it's just you kind of lust after in a way um you know not really i for a while i wanted a polaroid for a while that was one yeah. that i i really wanted and i wanted to try to find one and have it you know work out but i couldn't find one at a thrift store that was one that i could actually use and so i ended up going out and buying one it wasn't necessarily something that was out of my price range. It was just something yeah. that I was hoping I would happen yeah. upon. Right. And I Me didn't. <laughs> but yeah, I now that I have that, I don't have anything right now that That's good. That stands out to me, but I might eventually, maybe once I get tired of that one. <laughs> which which Polaroid did you get? I got the new one actually, the um one step plus. One step. Oh cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a great camera. And it's yeah, it's really amazing all of the settings that you yeah can do i was gonna on say it, you must have fun with all the extra oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like long exposure and stuff like that uh-huh yeah, that's yeah. Cool. and having a self-timer mm -hmm. and built into that like with an app and everything it works out really well <laughs> yeah i have mine right where my head is it's like <laughs> oh, right, yeah. wait right did you get the plus timothy yeah, oh, yeah i, I have know that. the black the black plus. yeah, yeah nice. of course i, oh, I know i know i know what am i saying <laughs> yeah <Duh>. yeah <laughs> I just love it because the film's like five dollars yeah. cheaper, like three dollars cheaper than normal Polaroid film. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, it's better for the environment and all that fun stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like that you're like a, a uh, I don't say purist, but like it's just simple, so you can just focus on your art. You know, mm -hmm. you know, you're not yeah. like I us where you're getting all crazy over all the things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I I'm not very good at being too technical with things. I just like to keep it simple. 
It's great. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. Thanks for joining us, Shannon. We really yeah, this is really cool guys. to talk, talk about all your uh, all your art and stuff like that. Where can everybody check you out? Where is your socials and website and all that? Um, on Instagram is is where I post probably the most work, and that's just Shannon Thomasick on Instagram. Um, and I have a website, but I don't really update it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I have my, my prints on there. Um, and, and again, my website's just myname.com. Um, but yeah, that's Instagram is really the place to find most of my, oh, and Patreon. Oh, right. Yes. yes. Can't forget Patreon. That's, that's been newer for me. And so it's something I'm still getting used to, but I right. enjoy it. I love being able to share my work on a platform that supports it a lot better than mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah. That's the best thing about Patreon. For for like your type of work, you, you're not, you don't have to mm-hmm. censor yourself for, mm-hmm. there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on with Instagram and people, they're just like deleting people's whole accounts. It's just insane. Yeah. And deleting photos that aren't actually disobeying right. rules. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know yeah. what, what, like what they're, what they're accomplishing. And I really think it's going to hurt them in the long run, but that's a whole nother podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> Conversation. Yeah. Seriously. Tune in next yeah. week for us batching and yeah. <laughs> I think everyone has something to say about that. Yeah. yeah. It's just unfortunate for people like you really, you know, mm-hmm. have a voice and stuff like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. Timothy, where can everybody check you out? Guys, head over to Instagram. It's at Timothy Makeup. I also make film photography related YouTube videos. Just go to the search bar, search timothy.makeups or Timothy Makeups, and you'll find that stuff there. Chris, where are you? So I am Crispy Photo on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter, Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram, and we have a Facebook page you can like and a group you can join. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Thank you again, cool. Shannon, for joining us. This has been so so awesome chatting with you. We really yeah, appreciate thank it. Thank you guys. All right, everybody, we'll see you next time. See you next week. Bye. 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 First off, we'd like to thank Shannon for being on the show. Shannon, thanks for carving out the time to hang out with us, to chat about your awesome Instagram and your beautiful film photos and your Canon AE-1. We had such a blast. It was great getting to getting to know you and hear your story. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Just like I said at the beginning, we're going to be releasing the show a day early. It's going to be released on Tuesdays. That's for Patreons only. So head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. There's a bunch of other stuff over there. There's a print giveaway way there's buttons and we're still trying to figure out what's feasible with the live stream we just because chris and i live in two different areas so it's a little hard for us to figure it out we're not tech savvy so we're gonna have to bring a a third party in to try to figure this out but we are working on some awesome new patreon content for you guys because we do appreciate every single one of you we're definitely going to be posting the shows there on tuesdays and we still want to do after shows for you guys where we kind of do like an extra 30 minutes with the guest or also just leave some leave some suggestions what do you guys want out of patreon so you can shoot us an email analog talk podcast at gmail.com or shoot us a direct message on patreon for the rest of you guys thanks so much for listening to the show we appreciate all the ears and all the support and we will see you guys next week with an all-new episode cool bye Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.